Hello friends and folks and welcome to Scanline Media's 2023 Gimmick Awards, our celebration of the year and the immediate experiences we've had throughout it. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jennifer Uncle. I'm Kyrie Page. And today we're here to talk about the best instrumental song. We have long had a, you know, that's my jam category as we usually called it. But uh, we have had a split sometimes. We started doing anime stuff in these awards, and so we had an anime song section. And uh, then it's like, hang on. It's all music. It's not like, oh man, this one you know came from an anime, therefore we have to judge it by different criteria. Um, the real distinction, I think, is the sort of the general style of song between instrumental and vocal songs in these things, whether it's more intended as a, a background or tone piece as compared to, you know, a, a front line kind of thing. Exactly. So uh, we're going to be looking for, from our list of best instrumental song, one winner and two runners up. We do have the option of flexing the number of runners up if absolutely necessary. Jen, can you read our list, please? Sure thing. The nominees are HT from Trigun, It's Pizza Time from Pizza Tower, Theme of Kai from Gravity Circuit, Mystery Labyrinth from Master Detective Archives Raincode, The Storyteller from Paranormasite, Stand Your Ground and Hammerhead Theme from Final Fantasy XV, And My Name's Booster and Fight Against Kulex for Super Mario RPG, Yet Another Winter Again, and God Only Knows from Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And finally, Rocky Planet Descent and Jewel Atmosphere from Kerbal Space Program 2. Which is obviously about, you know, when you when you descend into a planet and it's like, oh man, everyone vapes down here. That's right. <laughs> Illegal in some, most states. Is it really? Jewels are. I didn't know that. That's great. Mm-hmm. That company must be bombed. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to start? That's a great question. Um, a lot of this, a lot of this list, I do not know, and so um, I think I don't know. I think Hammerhead theme is an easy cut. All right, let's go to Hammerhead theme. I feel like the biggest thing about this track is that it is unexpected in the Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has this southern twang to it, and it it has this laid-back atmosphere that you'd expect to hear, like, from a southern gas station or something. Mm-hmm. But there's like a dourness to it, you know, which is, I mean, a lot of country music is dour, like traditionally. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is like, you hear this pretty early on. It's not yet a part where it's like, man, everything's such a bummer. It's just sort of like the, you know, lonesome road kind of thing. What is it about this theme that like, why, why did you put it on the list? I assume you're talking to Jen. I didn't. I, I put it on the list just because 
as Six said, it's an unusual thing to hear in a Final Fantasy, and also it just gave me this sense of calm whenever I returned to Hammerhead for like upgrades or just to check in with Sydney or anything like that. Like, uh, it just gives the adventure an entirely different sensation, one where the first half of this game is kind of focused on this road trip situation. And I think this song perfectly captures that. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a nice enough, like, you know, replacement for a town theme, given its its position. But I don't, I don't think it's going to go too far on this list. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. As much as the electric guitar uh, kicking in. Yeah, that's too. that's all right. <laughs> I'll go ahead and cut it. Okay. All right. Where to? I'm the I'm the I'll just go ahead. I'm the DJ. I'll just go ahead and say I have added two things on this list. So I think Jen has a lot of picking things to go to do. I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, let's go with Mystery Labyrinth, and you tell me what you think about it. All right. Okay. So this is the song that starts playing whenever you're going into one of the um, mystery labyrinths associated with a murder. And basically the whole area is in, in, the whole area is enclosed in a pyramid kind of structure. And it gives it this sort of otherworldly feel compared to like the city you've been walking through. And I feel like it, it just has a really good tempo going on. It's a sensation of danger, but also like you're undertaking an important journey. Is there going to be a, I don't want to say a drop, but a, like a, hmm. Well, okay, might be doing something right now. We're, in, we're kind of we're in a bridge moment here. Yeah. yeah. Long bridge. <laughs> you know, I just, I, just, uh, I started playing Pokemon Black and White again. Um, Sky Arrow Bridge is pretty long. Mm. I'm ready for a long bridge. But yeah, that, that, that's basically the gist of the song. Yeah. It's okay. It's decent for, like, sleuthing around, like, you're, I assume you're looking for, like, answers. Essentially. And this also typically plays when you're in an intermission period of sorts, as you're just traipsing through the pyramid and getting to your next destination. I think it's solid. I don't know that I think it'll hang on this list. Same. Yeah. But also, I haven't heard a great deal of this list, so. Yeah, I think I'm comfortable cutting it at this point. Okay. Just wanted to shout out this song in particular because uh, it's a little bit different than what Masafumi Takata typically does, and a lot of Raincoat's other music is well within. Oh, I would expect to hear this in a Danganronpa. Sure, makes sense. Let's see. What else can we get into? But it can, it can I would, go. Yeah, yeah, we we'll go ahead and cut that one. Um I uh I was like legal by our rules, I am not a, was not allowed to nominate HT 
from Trigun, but since it was nominated by someone else, I'm allowed to fight for it. God damn, that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 listen to some HT. Mm-hmm. We won't even need to fade on this one. It's short. It's this instantly energetic overdrive sort of rock song that's playing in the background. Doesn't even need real lyrics other than a guy going, oh, in the background at one point. And it's such a catchy melody, too, just sticks in your head for weeks and weeks after you've heard it. Uh, more than weeks. <laughs> Try years. I'm about, yeah, I'm checking my watch. It's been uh, hmm, uh, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, years is fair enough. Trigun is just such a fucking good show. It has it has its weaknesses as it goes on. Its ultimate plot, I think, is not as uh, not as satisfying. But this OP is one of the great OPs of anime history, honestly. Way better than that remake show's opening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes all you need is a sick guitar and some good drums. I will say this bit with the bongos sounds a little bit like bowling pins falling over, but that's okay. It's a metaphor, Kiri. <laughs> <laughs> For all the times Vash will trip and fall and inevitably call Kate cause chaos as he's doing it oh i was just like oh no the, the first bowling ball thrown was when the when the ship fell from the sky and everything else has been bowling pins ever since it's just been <laughs> one long long frame that's a frame job um so i don't suspect that's going anywhere um yeah nope. i think it stays for now yeah it's it it we earmark that for now um, we can go ahead and we, if we want to try the two Kerbal Space Program 2 tracks, and we can probably pick one of them. The thing to know about Kerbal Space Program 2 is it has a dynamic soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to listen to these, and I'm going to explain that the way these are fading in and like sort of there's some layers you won't be able to tell. Um, you will hear parts where it sort of like intensifies and stuff that happens dynamically as you are like, you know, coming in hot and stuff. Um, but yeah, we can start off with Rocky Planet Descent. So this is the track for a couple of different um, planets when you are, when the game detects that you are coming in for a landing, right? Or possibly not a landing, but you'll be on the grads one way or another. Um, and one of those, of course, is the Mun, which is uh, Kerbal Space Program's equivalent of the Moon. Oh, I really like this violin kicking in here. Like it really adds a certain amount of intensity. Like it's it's building up to a dramatic landing mm -hmm. it's reminiscent of some of the more popular space dramas mm -hmm. and I think the, the dynamic use of it is part of what makes it so like when the drums start kicking in like this 
you kind of know you've hit the point of no return. It's like, not that I can't go for a second approach. This is happening one way or another. I, I, am, I am trying to paint the picture because I think there is an extent to which you're going to hear these tracks. You're going to be like, yeah, these are fun, you know, like orchestral tracks. But it is all in the way they layer and intensify as the situation gets more severe. Right, because now we have like this layered, um, I guess, like keyboard sound in the background here. That yeah, the synth. Yeah. yeah. Again, if you're if this is the music of being forced to make a landing, it works. That is what it is. It's one of the highlights I'm looking forward to showing off when when I inevitably stream some Kerbal Space Program 2 this year is being like, hey, this is, you know, this is the way this soundtrack works. It's sick. But we do have another track uh, from we Kerbal. Do. Yes, we have Jewel Atmosphere. I'll let this play for a minute before I explain. So, in Kerbal Space Program, the star system you're dealing with is the Kerbal system, and it is roughly equivalent to the Sol system, right? Mm -hmm. You have an equivalent for Mercury, you have an equivalent for Venus. Uh, you, like, there are things you don't have. You don't have, for example, a Saturn and stuff. There are some, some changes here and there, but mostly it's the same. And Jewel is the equivalent of Jupiter, is the massive gas giant. As you guess from the name, Jewel Atmosphere means you are in the atmosphere of Jewel, or Jupiter. Mm -hmm. That means you're going to fucking die. If you hear this song, you're about to die. Because the atmosphere of Jupiter is not something you can survive, period. Ah, I was wondering why it sounded so sorrowful. Ah, oh, it's just, it's, it's the flute singing you off. You're done. And it's it's just a, a hauntingly pretty song of an acknowledgement of like, yeah, no, you, you are done. There is, I don't care what engine you've got on you, you can't fix this. I think I might prefer this a little bit over the other one just because I'm into the haunting, sorrowful energy it's putting out. People got to mess with this a lot more in uh, version 1.0 before they'd added heating. They still haven't added pressure properly, atmospheric pressure, so Jupiter is not as dangerous as it will be. But in version 1.0, there wasn't atmospheric heating either. So entering the gravity of Jupiter is like, well, this bitch has a lot of gravity, but you can leave. Um, and the song was there to remind them that, like, yeah, enjoy it while you can, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing yeah I think these are both quite good um, but Jewel Atmosphere is a really strong contender I think 
Okay, I'm alright uh, losing Rocky Planet Descent, and it's kind of... Rocky Planet Descent is the stand-in for a lot of different Descent songs in the game, but Jewel Atmosphere, I don't think there's any other track that's really like it, because it's the only gas giant in the game right now. Let's see. I can... Uh, I have two... I have um, some tracks here. I can... There's one I mostly want to name drop. Um, I want to go over to um, Gravity Circuit, Theme of Kai. Okay. Ah. I so, see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this is a very Mega Man-inspired uh, video game. Like, I think Gravity Circuit is just a really cool game in general. But if you want to capture the vibe of, like, the Mega Man X intro stage, this is where you go. I really love this. This section here is really, like, it leads to, like, it's an anticipation moment, right? As you are mm -hmm. figuring out the controls and things like that. It's this little, like, it's still energetic. And then we shift up just a little bit. Yeah, I like this quite a bit, but I also think in large part it is just my <laughs> my yearning for the past, right? Mm -hmm. Like, damn, I don't hear as much music like this anymore, and I do just enjoy the energy of it. Yeah, and it's like, if you want just a, you know, Kai is obviously the hero of this game, you want a strong heroic theme to start your game. And it's like, it's attention-grabbing right from the jump, and it loops really nicely. Um, but you're right, they really don't do video game music like this anymore. Well, and that's not to say it's like, I mean, you, you will get games that do tributes to Mega Man and that style of music. And also, I'm not trying to say that, like, they used to make it better. It's just, you know, styles change or styles fade, right? As, as Jen is uh, clearly about to say, and I will let you in a moment, like... Not much truly goes away in video games these days. It just gets yeah. quieter. Yeah. I was pretty much going to say that. Like, there's there's a decent number of indie games that are going for a similar sort of Mega Man situation, and they'll produce music like this. I do think this is a little bit better than many of those other games' music, though. I do like the synthesized horns in the background of this particular section. I mean, you know, it's it's doing what it's supposed to, and I, you know, it's the rising heroics kind of sound, and uh, it's good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I of of the things we've heard, it's top three, but I assume you're gonna play some other things that you think are better. Yeah, um, we're I I'm okay at cutting Gravity Circuit, um, because. Okay. There's another uh, retro-inspired uh, platformer song on this list that I think we really should listen to. Okay, take it to Scott Pilgrim. Oh. <laughs> it's pizza time. No, it's pizza time. So the context for this, at the end of every pizza time level you have to book it out of the level backwards. 
And this is the song that plays. Again, here's this bit of building anticipation. It's like, it's weird and mysterious, and it's like, oh, a giant pizza is about to start floating after you and to kill you. But it's right around here where, well, I'll just let the song do it. By this point, hopefully you are bolting. And being like, motherfucker, I still don't understand the wall climb mechanics. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate the you have to get the fuck out of your nature of the song. <laughs> because it is both a bop and also anxiety inducing. Exactly. And like, there are points where you can hear the music getting stressed out. Yeah, like, I really like the hits here is, like, really strong. And it's, like, it just goes through so many different styles. Um, and now we're kind of back to its leitmotif here. Mm -hmm. That sort of repeating three notes. But that that dinging bell that you hear in the background, um, this is, game is a big reference to... Wario Land 4, that is the same sound sample used in that game. Yeah, I do think it's... Just comparing it to Gravity Circuit for a moment, um, Gravity Circuit is very much about replicating that sort of Mega Man X uh, sound font and situation. Mm. Well, I feel like Pizza Tower both plays homage to Wario Land, but also goes out of its way to make something a lot different when it comes to their hurry-up music. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is strong, I think. Um, I think I think we earmark Pete's Tower for now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is it is one of the ones that stays so far. Um all right, where are we going next? I want to hear this Scott Pilgrim shit y'all are so excited about. Okay. All right, Jen, which one first? Um, let's go with yet another winter again first, because I think that of the two, that's the one that's probably closest to the chopping block. So, all the music in this TV show was composed by Anamanaguchi and Joseph Trapanese. And uh, the really interesting thing about this melody is that it is both mellow while also in its way referencing the first stage music from the Scott Pilgrim video game. Which, for context, Another Winter in the video game is this very energetic piece. But here, this plays during the epilogue of the show, where we see where the characters are going to, like, where they're like lives are inevitably going to lead to and it's just nice it's this like really it's not sorrowful it's just this like melancholy of like the story is over but these characters lives are going to continue and they've earned their happy ending is isn't that the other song that plays during like during the montage i'm pretty sure this is the one that comes in at the end 
You could probably settle this by strolling down to the comments and seeing people talking about the ending or not. <laughs> I don't know. It's just nice. Yeah. Though. It is nice. But this is uh, God Only Knows. Mm-hmm. And of course, God Only Knows, famous uh, Beach Boys song. Um, but this version sounds so different, especially at the beginning, that as you're just watching this montage of checking This in, is the montage, yeah, yeah sorry. I on was the wrong. various characters and just seeing what they're up to. It's just this nice melody that's playing in the background. And as it continues, and you start paying more attention to the music, it's like, oh shit, this is what they're doing. <laughs> and it's just an incredibly beautiful cover of a well-regarded song, I think. And it gives it its own energy that kind of celebrates the legacy of these characters and where they might go next. If I'm be honest, this is kind of not hitting for me. Yeah, it might be one of those things that has more impact when you hear it alongside the ending of the show. It's well, and I, I guess part of the other thing for me is that God only knows is a song that I, you know, have heard in numerous forms, and I have, I think it's a very good song. I have strong feelings about it, and I feel like to me this version is certainly doing its own thing to an extent, but what I think about the tone of God Only Knows, I feel like it's kind of missing. Yeah, I think both of the Scott Pilgrim tracks will inevitably go, but they are both really nice. Yeah, they're certainly well made, um, and something for me to look forward to when I finally get to that show. But I think I think they can both go, personally. What do you think, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, I think they both can go. Yeah, I think it might be time for some Super Mario RPG. I'm going to go with the one that is... I'm going to start with the one that I think is the easier cut. Um, this is a fight against Coolix. Now, is this... Oh, this is the second fight against him, right? Yes. Um, so Kulix is a original boss made for SMRPG, um, that is basically a tribute to these big final bosses of Final Fantasy games. This is a Final Fantasy VII song. I mean, like, it's, it's, but like, I'm, I'm not saying it literally is, but like, parts of it, it's like you are practically copying and pasting. <laughs> oh, I thought the song came from like Final Fantasy V or VI. Uh, I mean, it's a Final Fantasy style song. Like, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, as, as we're listening, we're hearing like sort of like refrains from various Final Fantasies, but it, what hit me first was seven, and there's, and it's like, there's some, yeah. I kind of don't like how blatant this is. 
Uh, it was a Square really, Enix RPG, but also I know, but yeah, I and it's really this is very this is a very good piece of music, um, but I to me the strength of the Super Mario RPG soundtrack is that it does have its own sound and it, like if you were if you were somehow you know like Mario with Sephiroth if it was that moment then like you know fair enough that you wouldn't do this particular song. I don't remember Kulix. Is he is he particularly Final Fantasy vibes? So um. Kind of. Yeah. It's, I mean, he's basically, he, it's mostly a joke about coming from a world of two dimensions. And, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I just pulled him up. Okay, you know what? Never mind. This all makes sense. Okay. Yeah, he is a <laughs> I, secret post-game boss. Yeah, I never fought him in the original because I was like, I beat the game. Fuck off. <laughs> um. So, but, this is probably not my first time seeing him, but I didn't remember that, yeah, he looks like a end-of-the-game Final Fantasy boss, and thus, that's why the music is like that. Mm-hmm. Which is appropriate, but it's derivative. But the thing about Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, the thing about Super Mario RPG is that its original music has just an incredible tone. And that's why we're going to go to My Name is Booster. So, Booster is this weirdo guy who lives in his solitary tower where Peach, at the beginning of the game, gets launched from Bowser's castle, lands in his tower, and he's like, well, I guess I'm marrying this woman. Uh, And loves his trains and toys and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Like, he thinks about about marriage in the same way Goku thinks about marriage. It's like, oh, this is just a... (laughs) This is just a fun activity, I guess. Um, it's like, he had he had to get the concept explained to him. It's like, oh, you eat a big cake. And it's like, that sounds great. I want to eat a big cake. Um, but this track uh, plays while you are ascending the tower. It's just so good. I, when Super Mario RPG Remake was like properly announced, I was like, that's great. I played that game. I'm okay. The soundtrack is making me have second thoughts. <laughs> this I, is really good. It's oh yeah, like real like dirty sax, dirty trumpets. It's like really fantastic. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's also cool to have Yoko Shimomura more or less revisiting the styles that she was going for with the SNES sound chip back then, mm-hmm. and with the full modern soundscape she has access to now it's like yeah we could take this jazz sounding song and just turn it into a straight up jazz track yoko shimimura is amazing and i think she's also just a braver musician these days you know she's done so much work she's done a lot of like different styles of work at this point where it's like even if she'd had access to the tools she has now back then i don't think she would have made a a a song this assertive Mm mm-hmm Yeah, this is good. It's really, it's really something. By the way, before we move on to the next thing, um, I do want to mention that uh, the Kulex theme from before, it it isn't just a reference to something, it is straight up the boss battle music from Final Fantasy IV. Oh, okay. So it's just a really nice arrangement of that song. Yes. Okay. My ears did deceive me, but 
in my defense, the Final Fantasy music of that era <laughs> is all good, but all a lot of it sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. Also, I never played much Final Fantasy IV. At least I'll admit it. Four's pretty cool. Um, but I think of the two, and my, my name's Booster, is the stronger of the two. Yeah, agreed. While we're on the Shoko Shimamura track, might as well touch on Stand Your Ground by, um, in, from Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, not Yoko Shimamura, though, right? No, she did the soundtrack for this game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thought she didn't. It's probably because I don't like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is an orchestral piece like many modern Final Fantasy battle themes these days, but it just has this incredibly exciting energy to me. Is it because of the guitar in the background here? A little, but I also find, like, the strings are very well done in this. Um, The tempo just keeps you on your toes as you're fighting things. It fits very well for an action RPG or, like, the kind of combat that Final Fantasy XV has. Which isn't quite action RPG, but it's close. I don't know whether we should hold this against it. I do think the fact that it has a, a, a decent amount of progression kind of works against it when it starts every time you start a fight, and sometimes those fights are three seconds. <laughs> you well, just that's... hear the run, done, done, and then it's over (laughs) and you're like okay (laughs) well that's just an rpg problem in general (laughs) i don't know some some rpgs have like a really good opening five seconds and also sometimes the combat system doesn't allow you to kill things this fast (laughs) because they're still turn-based so you still have to wait your turn (laughs) which is you know i'm not saying that makes it better but it does guarantee you get at least a certain snippet of the song Mm mm-hmm And if we were to pick just between Yoko Shimomura tracks, I would probably lean towards Booster just because I like a good jazz track, and it's doing a lot of interesting things with the instruments it brings in. Yeah. I I don't dislike this. I just, to me, it is not a standout Yoko Shimomura track, or a, a standout Final Fantasy battle theme. Yeah, fair enough. We can cut it. Well, that means there's only one we haven't heard. Let's get into the storyteller from the Seven Mystery. Well, the storyteller from Paranormal Sight. All right. Is the player one of the mysteries? <laughs> to some Is degree. Is the player seven of the mysteries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a waltz. So this is the song that comes on more often than not when the narrator of sorts pulls you aside and just talks to you for a bit. And it plays into this sense of displaced time very well. Because the guy you're talking to is just wearing this old man mask that isn't necessarily creepy on its own, but uh, just the fact that it looks like a, enough like a face, but you can tell it's a mask, gives it this mysterious, unsettling energy to it. But also the way that he talks about certain things like 
VHSs or other technology sets you up for the idea that, okay, something interesting is going on here with either the time he has come from or something else like that. And it, it, the song really does help build into his mystique and, uh, really hammers home some of the venom that occasionally comes from his comments. I, uh, I dropped a song in to Novel Not New when you discussed uh, Paranormal Sight, because I try to drop in, you know, relevant media to introduce anything on Novel Not New. Um, and anytime I do that, I get to hear a lot of a song. I feel like this song repeats itself way too much. Like, the loop is too small. And, the, like, there are two parts to it. Like, there's a, there's a loop, and then there's sort of a reprise with some variants. There's not enough variants of the reprise, and then it truly loops. I think what's here is good, but I think they didn't write enough music. <laughs> I guess that's fair. And that's also, it's the kind of song where you're either more focused on the text than noticing the loop, or you talk with them for a short enough time that you don't really hear it loop back into the melody. But, uh... That's yeah. fair. I also, I don't know, there, I... I have a natural bias against accordions. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't think they're I don't think they suck or anything, but any if, if if you know it's it's like it's like my bias comes out well like I'm perfectly polite and normal you know at the party. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, we should really hang out with we should really hang out with the accordion. The accordion's really cool, and I'm like, oh that gutter trash. <laughs> that clown. See, I don't go out of my way to listen to accordion music, but I feel like for a lot of various mystery games or games that take place in an unusual location. Italy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's it is used a lot in Professor Layton music and stuff like that too, but uh, I just think it fits the tone well of just turning over a mystery in your head, personally. Fair enough. I certainly think it's well made, and I, I yeah, like I don't think it makes our, our list here, but it's certainly not a bad song. I just, if it had, if it had a little more variation before the loop, I think I would have felt much more strongly about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think we can cut it. So then there were four. Mm-hmm. So what we have left is HT from Trigun. It's Pizza Time from Pizza Tower, and My Name's Booster from Super Mario RPG, and Yule Atmosphere from Kerbal Space Program Two. The problem we have here is these are all bangers. <laughs> like, these are all fantastic songs, and I don't... And they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, that too. Yeah, like, It's Pizza Time is, like, you know, very, like, a incredible marriage of, like, what you are doing in the game reflecting perfectly in the music itself. Uh, you have... HT, which is just, like, an incredible opening theme, just in general. Um, like, the Jewel Atmosphere just being this, like, mournful, sorrowful sort of song that, like, again, reflects, like, the game state, but also just, like, is just, like, this really nice piece in general. And then, mm-hmm. and My Name's Booster, which is just this, like, super forward, super, like passionate rearrangement of a really classic track. I think if we do want to narrow it down to three, um, 
I'd be most comfortable letting HT go, even though it is one hell of a song. It's also like, everyone knows it's one hell of a song. Like, it, it's, at this point, it's very much a part of anime culture, just watching Trigun, hearing the song, and being like, hell yeah. And meanwhile, we have these other three songs that are doing their own unusual thing, and something that, like, not only stands apart on its own, but also sets the media that they represent apart from everything else around it. And I think, yeah, sort of to add on to that, like, we ask ourselves, what are we saying? by picking something as a nominee and as a winner, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for Kyrie and I, as much as we love HT, for us, it isn't a particularly 2023 song. Yeah, I watched Trigun years ago, and like you, Six, that that theme has been stuck in my head. But, like, you know, that's just, like, you know, a lot of that is sort of my nostalgia speaking right whereas i think trigun is pretty much is, is really good it's about as good as people think and ht is about as good as people think i don't think a nomination or a win for ht is much of a message mm -hmm. yeah i i think ht can kind of go on that front um which is very which is very trigun to show up and then just be impressive and then just move on to the next adventure. And steal our donuts on the way. Exactly. Okay. That gives us a top three unordered of It's Pizza Time, My Name's Booster, and Jewel Atmosphere. Uh I think my name's Booster wins. I think so too. My name's Booster is really fucking fantastic. Like there is very little denying that like like it's pizza time is good, but you're going up against Yoko Shimamura with twenty years of hindsight. Like mm -hmm. that's gonna be like that's just so you know, that's a tough ask. Um My name's like I think the great thing about My Name's Booster is that it's just so, you know, you, even if you have never touched SMRPG, if you have never seen a moment of that game, you listen to this song and you know everything you need to know about that character instantly. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I like, I think that character is way more cartoonish than that song might imply. But I do think it sets the vibes perfectly well, and I I just think it's a really good song. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Not much more to say about that song, for me at least. Just, like, I love the brash nature of all the instruments going on with it. Like, the beautiful thing about jazz is that it can be both brash and smooth at the same time, and this song really nails both of those feelings. Yeah. I I think it's a pretty clear cut, like where we're sitting, like winner here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our winner is And My Name's Booster from Super Mario RPG, with runners up It's Pizza Time from Pizza Tower, and Jewel Atmosphere from Kerbal Space Program 2. I'm gonna be real sad. Our our rules dictate that if you have been nominated in a category, that's it. You can't be nominated in that category again a different year. 
And I'm going to be real sad when I finally discover, like, oh, I do something cooler in Kerbal Space Program <laughs> 2, and there's an amazing song associated with it. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> but uh, I think I've gotten the message across, which is, hey, play Kerbal Space Program 2. Honor to be nominated, certainly an honor to be a runner-up, and definitely an honor to be a winner. Shout-outs to everything here, and we will be back with more awards. Until we are, though, folks. Peace out. See ya. Later. Later.